listener discretion. It is advised. J-Lo's new song, Jenny from the Block, all about Lopez roots, about how she's still a neighborhood gal at heart. But folks from that street in New York, the Bronx section, sound more likely to give her a curb job than a blow job or block party. The New York Post, we're sorry about that slip up there. I have no idea how that happened, but it won't happen again. And that's your news. And this is Justice and the Peace. Can I get some music, please? JB, thank you, thank you, thank you. Much appreciated, nephew. Well, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Depending on what time it is that you're listening to this, all four of those may apply to your life. So, I send all four of those greetings out to you motherfuckers in the internet. I I am, of course doing what I usually do, going through the internet's internet, if that's even a term, uh, the internet's internet. Sound a little wonky on on the voice, but I'm going to work through it. Still trying to get the sound down. I found some clips that I definitely want to speak about. The first one that I want to talk about is something that's kind of controversial. So before I get into that, I think it's only appropriate that I mention that I do not have flowers currently at the moment for this episode. Like I said, it is quite early, and I just jumped up and decided to throw something down so that I could, uh, you know, put some more content out for you guys. I took almost a whole week off of recording, so I figured why not 
just put something together real quick to keep the train moving forward. So with the flowers not being not going to be addressed on this episode um, as of yet, I thought I should play this for you. And this is a very interesting clip. This clip right here is something that needs to definitely be taken into consideration when we are allowing for people to switch their genders. Because when people can switch their genders, they can switch back also. There, this is the difference between the the oppression of uh, the the role of a gender and the oppression of the color of your skin. Um, I'm not saying that you can choose exactly you know what gender it is that you're attracted to, but but um, choosing to change the the body that you're in sometimes. You know, it can be a, well, I'm pretty sure for everyone who has made that transition, it was good for them at one time or another. But if you haven't made the full transition and you're still built like a guy but dressed like a girl, you could turn back on that masculine shit. And this is kind of a um, clip. This is definitely a clip of what can happen. Please listen. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. I can call the police if you'd like me to. You need to settle down. You need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Ma'am, once again, ma'am. I said both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. I actually said both of you guys. Right beforehand, you fucking said sir. Sir? Motherfucker, take it outside. If you want to call me sir again, I will show you a fucking sir. I apologize. Motherfucker. I apologize Obviously, I still don't have video for the pod. But what you heard is exactly what it is that you heard. It is a, a, I'm not going to specify a gender here, but it is a um, humanoid who has classified themselves as um, a woman who was born a male, and they were inside of a bodega, if you're in, on the East Coast, but on the West Coast, they was inside of a motherfucking liquor store, gas station or some shit. And um, something happened, and this is the bad thing about these clips that, that, that are circulated on the Internet, is that you don't see the lead-up, and usually you don't see the afterwards. It's a, it's a manicured clip. So... This clip is manicured to basically this guy is already irate. If you can listen to the beginning, if you re-listen to the beginning of the clip, this guy is already irate because someone accidentally said sir or guys or something like that. So the gender switch happens immediately. Like you can tell this guy, this, this, excuse me, this, this, this individual has obviously been into some fisticuffs in this individual's life and knows what aggression is apparently and also knows how to be aggressive. So this is something that you will not necessarily see from a woman. Now, a woman will talk, okay, you will see this from certain women, and just like you won't see this from certain men, but 
you will definitely see this from a testosterone, masculine type of individual. So you won't see this from, from, from women. Women fight with words. Men fight with fists. This guy, immediate, this person, individual, immediately threatened a smaller male individual to take it outside. To me, that's an immediate indication that the switching of one's gender can be very fast, and it can, it can work very efficiently for the person who's doing the switching, but for the person who's on the other side, you can get really, really fucked up. And, and I'm not, I don't want to negatively put any classifications on anybody or, or, or any group of individuals at all because that has happened to black people a lot during the time, during time in history. But there has got to be a point to where someone has said that they have identified as another um, gender and then decided to switch back and then attack the gender that they said that they now identified as. Um, and I'm not, I'm not wishing for this to happen. I almost pray that this has never happened. But in a world of billions of people, billion people, for what, billion people, billions of people, Eight billion people. I know some. It's some motherfuckers down here on Earth. With all of these people down here, the likelihood of those this kind of thing happening is very high. It is very high that that shit can happen. But this is something that I find quite interesting and a very good topic of discussion about what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Because once it is that you choose to switch over and reassign your gender, there should be a law against this shit right here. This is completely, if, if what if that was a lady on the other side um, of the counter that accidentally slipped up? You know, she would be, I mean, I, I could only imagine it. A real woman would be terrified if if someone who was born a man but then felt like they were born in the wrong body and associated themselves with the woman, but then turned on that male uh, masculine testosterone thing and, and decided that he wanted to whoop her ass, that's got to be some scary shit. But anyway, I don't want to talk the whole podcast about that. That was just a clip that I saw, and I found it was very interesting, so I had to share it. But I also found something that's a little bit more interesting. And it's not from a politician. It's not really about uh, uh, the, it's not at all about the last topic that I was just talking about. This is something in a whole completely different lane. So as we segue out of that, I want to talk about something else. And with that being said, I'm not even going to leave this conversation. I need some help from the great Mike Epps. Please listen to this. See, they talking about gentrification, but they're not telling the true story of what it is doing to the inner city black people who have lived in these neighborhoods. This is all they got. This is all they taking these houses from them. Yo, that, those going, houses, going, yeah, going. those houses back in the day 
when we look at those videos and stuff and you see the drug dealers with uh Mercedes Benzes and stuff in front of these raggedy houses that was crack houses, those houses are now worth millions of dollars. They were $5 a piece then. When black people was living in these communities, they didn't know that them houses were dirt cheap and were going to become very, very wealthy houses, meaning that uh, the Europeans had a 20-year plan, which they always do on black people. Breach. It's 20 years. They plan out 20 years, 30 years from you. You don't even know what they're going to do. That's what they had planned. That right there. Now, there's a lot of jewels in what he just now said. J-Lo's new song. Oh, 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 my bad. But the most important part to me that poked out, that stuck out, that was highly apparent, that 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 definitely brought the red flags to my attention, was um the 20-year plan for black folks. Now, uh, I want to definitely talk about this a little bit extra right now. When I was growing up, well, I'm still growing up. I'm not fucking fully grown. No one is fully grown until they're dead, in my opinion. Um, as I was growing up in my early 20s, um, and even before then, I could kind of remember when my grandma was watching a lot of movies and shit. They were talking about, they were talking about um, having black men dress up as women into movies, and and how it was definitely. Um, a de, um, de-emasculation. They, they were trying to emasculate black men. So what they were doing is they were offering all of these roles to 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 black men that that were highly successful in the Hollywood atmosphere. And, and I mean, almost everybody put on the dress, the heels, the lipstick, all of that shit. I mean, every almost every fucking person did the shit, right? Except for a few. I mean, Wesley Snipes did the shit. Eddie Murphy did the shit, I think. A whole bunch of motherfucking people was throwing on the dress and the heels and all that other shit. Dave Chappelle didn't do it, I think. I don't think Dave Chappelle did that shit. Dave Chappelle didn't sell his soul. That's part of the reason why Dave Chappelle is so highly respected right now. And and not only the field that it is that that he occupies, but also just uh, uh, in the periscope of life, you have to respect a man whose soul is not for sale. But back to what Mike Epps was saying was that it's highly, it's it's high, it should be on everyone's radar, and it should register. That that the way that we look at people is usually mirrored throughout the entertainment industry. Back in the days, they had no respect for Asians or for Pacific Islanders or for um, I don't even know if you call if you if you want to even say Chinese because everything words are so. Words are triggering so much now. Every fucking word is a damn trigger. But the way that they used to portray people used to be the way that people were treated. And it's still that way now. At least 
how the fuck I see shit it is. They used to portray Asians as very stupid, you know, with the teeth, fuck teeth and shit like that. They used to do that kind of shit with, with, with Asians. They used to always make black people look subservient or look stupid, look like they uh, uh, couldn't learn, couldn't read, couldn't write. Uh, either they worked too much or they were too damn lazy. One, one or the other. You know, something always negative. Now, when it comes to dressing up strong individuals who are in the, 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 the limelight of celebrity, who children look up to. Children look up to celebrities, right? And what if your celebrity, your favorite celebrity, the guy who you look up to, now dons a dress? Wouldn't it be acceptable for you to wear a dress too, right? I mean, it would seem acceptable if you were a child and someone that you looked up to wore a dress. You'd be like, oh. and, it, and, and definitely if you were impressionable and you wanted to be like this person, you wouldn't see anything wrong with wearing a dress, right? And what I'm saying is that was about 20 years ago. So part of that 20-year-old plan, I believe, has already came into place because also while that plan was in action, there was other plans that were also working behind the scenes. The welfare plan to where, yeah, we'll help you, even though we have pigeonholed you and in, in, in your ancestors were born into a, a, a starting line that was four times behind the generation's that are also their peers. Our way of helping you is putting you on a program where men can't even be in the house. We're going to send all of the men to jail. First, we're not going to give them a job and make it to where they have to hustle. Then we're going to send them to jail. We're going to put you on this program called welfare. Once we get you on that welfare program, we're going to make sure can't no male be in the house because we're going to be checking to make sure that there is no males in this house except for the males that you have birthed. We're going to also put you on this program called Section 8, and we're going to recheck to make sure ain't nobody in this. It's a, it's a system that has definitely driven the male presence out of the household in the black nuclear family. And that happened 20 years ago, and I can't help but to notice and tie this back in with the last clip on how it is so relevant right now that we have so many people that are slightly confused about their gender assignment and their identity in life. Now, I don't really give a fuck what anybody does in the bedroom when the door closes, behind closed doors, in your car, in a park. I don't give a fuck what you do sexually. That is your business. But when you put your business on front street, you also... Open it up for interrogation. You open it up for interpretation. And you open it up for discussion. So I am discussing this. And this is part of one of my theories that I, I have had. And it ties in to what Mike Epps had said. Is that it's a 20-year plan that they usually have for people. And that 20-year plan has completely ruined the black nucleus of what we used to deem acceptable as a family unit. 
Now women don't need men, right? Because they can get their own shit. They all about their own bag. But if we all just remember, at least I can remember, that you can have all the damn money in the world. You can have all the materialistic shit in the world. All of it. But if you ain't got nobody to share it with, what's the point? You're just going to be with money, right? And everybody can say, you know, well, money could buy happiness. It, it, can for, it can for a short amount of time. But then the people who are going to be around you are only going to be there feeding off of you, not eating with you. And there is definitely a complete difference in between those two. Like I said, I've been working on a bunch of things when it comes to this podcast. Um, I have the NPC one. Yeah, and that's just to get off the other shit. I've been working on a whole bunch of other things for this for this podcast. I got my NPC one and, and, and beats that I'm working on and shit like that. But also... The other thing that's been going on in my life is I am fucking fully legit. So I'm going to talk about myself a little bit right now. I am fully legit. Um, I had a fucking Ford Windstar that my baby mama used to own, and she drove that shit into the grave and warned me not to fucking try to fix the damn car. And guess what I did? Guess what this smart individual decided to do? I decided not to listen because I'm stubborn as shit. So I poured about, I would say, at least three, four hundred, maybe $500 into that damn car before my mechanic had looked at the engine oil and said, oh, no. Oh, no, no. No, your car's dead, buddy. He literally did the Colombian necktie for my car. <laughs> so... Needless to say, Justice had to buy a new car. Now I own a brand new car. Can't tell you what kind of car that is. I don't want none of you motherfuckers trying to fuck my shit up. But now I own a new car, and I paid for it outright. It's registered. It's in my name. Legit. I got insurance. Had to motherfucking spend about $300 to switch over this punk-ass breathalyzer from one vehicle to the other vehicle. And still, I'm going to have to pay. I still already paid. $130 a month for this this stupid-ass fucking program that they got me in. I, I, I mean, I cannot say exactly how much disdain I have for California with these dumb-ass motherfucking laws. Uh, um, I don't have a problem with the breathalyzer itself. I understand, you know, breathalyzing someone or, or checking the blood alcohol before the car is starting, but as far as driving around and that damn thing chirping off, I was driving around and and just kind of like, yeah, okay, I'm legit. I ain't got to worry about shit. And, and I'm listening to my reggae music and I hear, chip, chip, chip. Like, well, I don't remember that in the song. That's not. I'm like, oh, shit. The damn breathalyzer thing. So then I go into panic mode trying to grab this fucking thing and I pick it up, forgetting that, you know, because you slightly forget real quick that you're in control of a fucking, uh, at least a one-ton, two-ton vehicle. And then I, ha I, I, I proceed 
to 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 suck off this goddamn electronic vape machine in traffic and people are looking at me at the stoplight i'm not going to lie i was so embarrassed that i rolled down my window and act like i was hitting a vape machine and blew invisible smoke out the fucking window this is some of the stupidest shit that i've ever seen ever 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 but there's nothing that I could really do about it except for go through it. So that's that's what I'm going to have to do, and that's what it is that I'm doing. But that does not mean that I cannot kick and scream and complain all the way through this shit. Damn it. I had to get that off my goddamn head. Shit. Oh, what the fuck else? I know I seen something else. I know I did. I know I did. Let me see if I can find it for you. But anyway, I do hope that even though some of the craziest shit that's going on in the world is going on, uh, 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 some of the shit that's going on in the world right now is some of the craziest shit that we've ever been through. And in all actuality, it's like that for every generation. We just happen to live in the greatest generation and 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 fully don't accept it yet every single generation that has um preceded us has also went through all of these same exact problems not exactly what it is that we're going through right now with with the the issues over in ukraine and with russia but as far as uh, uh children rebelling as far as the culture trying to adjust as far as people getting to the point to where they want to be healthy, all of this shit, it keeps happening. And we don't understand it as 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 a, a, a race of humans, as a species of humans. We don't completely understand the human condition. And this is another theory that, that, that's been cooking in my head, is that it's, it's, it's a part of the human condition to look for issues. Because when you're looking for issues, you're actually looking for another way to thrive because and this is just this is just one of my you know my little theories but if you think about prehistorically the the human species coming out of trees if that's what you want to believe um, evolutionary um, it would be all of the things that we have now would have to come out of fear, shelter, you know, fire, uh, 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 refrigeration. Everything that we have right now would come out of fear. So shelter to, 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 to shelter yourself from the elements, fire to, to, to keep yourself warm also from the elements, and then eventually to learn how to cook food. And then comes, you know, uh, a natural refrigeration where I'm pretty sure at one time or another humans were able to figure out that they could prolong the life of food by keeping it in a certain temperature or a certain atmosphere without necessarily owning a refrigerator, but keeping the food some kind of way, uh, uh, smoke it or something. There's just all of that comes out of fear, and that fear will come out of getting sick. So what I'm saying is right now we truthfully don't understand it. We're living 
in the best time that's ever been recorded. <laughs> I just think the human condition kind of disables us from actually accepting the, the portrait of life that is so beautifully positioned in front of us, if I can't say that any more eloquently. Um, yeah, I, 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 I've been having a very interesting week. So I really, um, I really don't have that much more to say. Like I said, I'm going to be keeping these episodes a lot more shorter. I'm trying to keep it under the 30 mark. So I definitely want to thank anybody and everybody who listens to this podcast. And I need one more request from my boy Park. Could you please just sauce him up one more time? Like I said, uh, this is the Justice and the Peace podcast. And uh, I appreciate you listening. Like, rate, subscribe, hate, tell a friend. Do something with your motherfucking life, man. Just don't hate on me. Don't be talking about me, man. Because all you're doing is talking out your motherfucking neck. And that's if you're talking at all. But yeah, man, um, appreciate you all for listening. I'm cutting this one back. I want to give flowers to everybody who listens. How about that? So I don't do an episode without flowers. Mark JB, thank you for the beat. This is nothing but a peace. Thank you and peace. Justice and the peace. Peace.